creation is filling a space with your energy. What's up? My name is Betty. Welcome to Betty Knows Best. I am so excited to talk to you. I've had a lot of good, positive energy around me lately, and I don't know where it's coming from. I really don't. It's obviously coming from God, but I mean, why it's coming the way it's coming, how it's coming the way it's coming, I don't understand. Like, I was actually really sad between the last time I talked to you guys to this point in time. I was really sad. And then I just reached a point where, you know, I admitted I was a failure. And then, like, after that, the weight has been lifted. I don't know. (laughs) It's not that I'm not going for my dreams, but I think when I've accepted that it's okay to fail, um, it doesn't mean that's where it stops. You just failed. It's fine. It's It's totally okay to fail. You just have to keep going. And... Once you keep going, you'll realize that I still accept that I failed, but it doesn't mean that my life, my like, that's the that's the end all be all. So I I call it the point where I've reached the bottom of my abyss and I realize that I'm in totally new dimension. Like it's not even the same air anymore. Um. So that is that little catch up there on my mood but what we are going to (laughs) what we're going to get into today is the creative industry and it's going to be through the lens of writing so the creative industry for me I mentioned a little I don't know what to call those in the beginning you know I like the style where I just like come in I'm gonna say like mini high cues or my cues if you will that was brilliant. My cues. So my little my cues <laughs> in the beginning. Um, I mentioned that creation is filling a space with your energy. So within the creative industry, that can be a very broad subject, getting into entertainment or, you know, sports or anything is really you know, innovated and creative in the way that we see it and produce it. So I wanted to kind of narrow down the spectrum to just the writing industry or press communication, um, you know, how you get your news, basically. So journalism um, in that nature. And I would have to say that you you really have to t- carry this torch with a lot more respect and honor once you realize what it does for us as a people and why I think I'm ever so in love with writing and being in this industry especially for my people oh it has been such a joy just to let you know I write for the Los Angeles Sentinel I also write for Hollywood Melanin and it has been such a joy um, to write for my people and my community and and just I don't know I just feel y'all and y'all feel me when you read me and it's just mm, it's just like a big hug so I love it a lot um, back to 
the subject at hand, which is what is the writing industry? How does it feel? What is it? What does it do? You know, what you should expect when going into the writing industry. One thing you should expect to do is be part of the narrative of life. So what we're recording is the whole narration of this era, this genre, this this trending way of living. That's what we're recording. We're also giving a perspective. So I don't care what anybody says. I don't care what your professor says. I don't care what anybody, no book. I've read a book and about journalism before I got into journalism. And basically it said that every story, every narrative, newspaper, article, scholarly journal is a bias. And this is why I've always had a problem with the school system, because it's bias. So meaning that no matter how much you try to remove yourself from the the segment, the article, the piece, you're still going to get you as in what you believe is correct what facts even down to what facts you pick you know you're never giving the full scope of the story you can try but that's like there's no way there's just absolutely no way to like I try my best to be balanced but I'm still always internally leaning one side versus the other maybe because I don't know the other side as well as I know you know the side that I'm on anyway so it gives people a perspective. Lastly, um, well, not lastly, but the main point is your recording evolution. So we all have seen the trends of language and slang and ebonics and the way that it's been recorded from, say, the 1980s um, to now and how we greet each other so you're recording a sense of evolution um and how we communicate um i also had a really big and this is a download for any for anybody who's been wondering you know how i've been feeling i've been feeling like i need to add more words to my vocabulary because if evolution serves me correct we're going to have everything is going to be more expensive including the way that we talk and what we know so it's time to expand your vocabulary learn a word a day i will be doing the same and maybe i can add that as a segment as word of the day because <laughs> that'll be brilliant oh going to do that writing that down but anyway <laughs> so we're moving into the industry and every energy every I'm sorry every industry has an energy and just give me a second I can't write and talk at the same time word of the day yeah Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. that was a good one guys I'm sorry okay bringing it back (laughs) so I would say with the press industry okay back backtracking every industry has an energy industry people brains connecting brain waves anything with strong brain waves collectively is a frequency it's an energy so within the press industry that i have gotten one word that came to mind it is aggressive if i don't check my emails 
from a day-to-day basis, I will literally accumulate maybe, I want to say, 400 emails if I don't check it within like four days. So I'm basically getting roughly around 70 to 100 emails a day from just different people. Now, more recently, I also think that they're aggressive because they're now calling to make sure. And who, who are they, right? These are the PR people also known as savages (laughs) in my perspective i'm sure there are plenty of nice pr people who are not contacting us crazy and you know aligning the right stories with the right press media um but most of the time i'm getting pr who are not even knowing what we are or what we do they're just shoving whoever's project down our throats and saying please write about it you need to write about it this is great you need to write about it and it doesn't it's not great it's not a great feeling but aggressive the next thing i would say is it's high pressured or high velocity in speed of which you need to turn around projects which has really been helpful um and for me, because one of the things I do struggle with is consistency and fully getting into my projects and then delivering and executing them. And journalism has ripped that bandaid off. And it's like, no, you have a deadline. You you don't have time to worry about what everything says. Just get it on the paper, double check it and go read it later, read it later. So, (laughs) so that has been you know gifted and cursed but i would say high velocity high velocity in in energy and speed and projects and how you have to be on top of things and then unfortunately unfortunately there is a wee bit of office politics now i say a wee bit on my end because i work for a family owned small owned business there's not a lot of office politics you kind of can just pick up the vibe and know how the day is going to go and you know, you, everyone pretty much stays in there. We're also all black. So it's like, you know, if I ain't got a problem with you, there are no problems. Um, I may, may not say hi to you. It doesn't mean I don't like you. It just means that I'm in my own little, everyone's in their own little thing, which, you know, again, I can't go to cry because I love, I love black people. Anyway, everything's cool usually. Um, but there, there is a wee bit of office politics because it is still a business and you still have to, you know, have a strategy going in and watching your words. And, you know, there are, I feel just clicks and alliances that still happens because we're still people. So a wee bit on my end, it's probably massive in a high network communication. It's probably really bad. Office politics are like literally probably you're running a whole, you know, internal campaign for yourself the whole time that you're working there so just keeping that in mind um i would these are like some different bullet points that i've written down um that i definitely would say fits into the writing category and communications category you um are easily transferable which means you can be writing about fashion one day, sports the next, you know, the poli- politics, what's happening in the White House and all in one day or, you know, spread throughout your week. It's very versatile and you, you get to reach a lot of different sectors and, and actually get the feel for a lot of different ind- industries. Like I had, when I tell you, I had no knowledge of politics before I started working in, you know, this industry. 
I now know can tell you who's running for, you know, local elections. You know, we have Maxine Waters for the 47th district. We have Sydney Calm uh, Magger Dove, who's uh, what's she doing? She's she's running for Congress, I believe. Um, and, you know, she's state Senate. And I believe if I'm not mistaken, she's in the 30 something district. Um, you know, these are things just off the top of my head that because I literally just did an assignment on them. Um, I wrote about, you know, uh, the LAX, uh, dep- uh, I want to say captain of the police, which um, is Cecile Rambo. And he's running for sheriff. I think I like him, guys. I'm not gonna. I'm not swinging either way. But he just has a very cop face. With it's serious. He got the mustache and he's bald. Anyway, you should look him up. Look up his his priorities. And that's the thing is, I got to learn everyone's priorities. I'm actually very interested in politics now. It's crazy. Um, you know, I had to follow the Kamala Harris um, election when that was going on. I have my reservations. Like I get to form, I've now formed an opinion about an industry. I had nothing. I had no idea. You asked me about politics. I had, I only started paying attention at Trump. <laughs> Trump, I was checking the votes. <laughs> I was like, we can't. Why is he, why is he winning? No. <laughs> so I only started literally checking in around that time. Like I remember remember the Bush administration, I remember Clinton, and then everything else between that is a blur. You know, I was too uh, young to understand what 9-11 was, like, you know, looking back. So anyway, I digress. Broad spectrum of industries that you get to touch, which is great. Um, And then it's also pandemic proof, which you guys that's like the most stability I've ever felt is because I worked I was working luckily I was working two jobs I was working as a receptionist which was bound to fail what do I look like a receptionist come on I'm too smart not to say receptionists aren't smart but I am saying that I'd be damned if I allow someone to belittle me in my position um I should say I have a problem with authority because there are plenty of brilliant receptionists out there um that love their job but i'm talking to the people who literally have a problem with people breathing they should not be receptionists (laughs) anyway moving on um it's pandemic proof so i was working in the you know pandemic um still having you know a consistent paycheck coming in so it's Obviously, the news still has to happen, regardless of what crisis. If there's a tsunami happening and half the buildings are gone and someone has to report that, you know, so it's a job. I hope there is no tsunamis. You know, I hope there is only good news, but things things will go awry and you will still have a job is my point. And um, next is connection and networking. So. Let me just say how much of a boss I felt recently. So I went to Everyday People and anyone, any black person in LA knows about Everyday People. I didn't know how known I was. Like like when you get into these circuits, it's just like I literally people were coming up to me like, hey, you're my cousin. Hey, (laughs) like legit, like one of my cousins, very, very 
I met her like once because she's like two cousins down um in the family tree but literally coming up to me and you get recognized it was very nice I'm not saying that I was feeling like a celebrity or anything but you know it was nice um moving on to networking so I have now capitalized, I am now capitalizing on building my network because there are more things that I want to do. I want to get into keynote speaking, hence this podcast, I bid you adieu. Um, Yes, so I want to get into uh, keynote speaking and I'm reaching out to the PR now. We're going we're gonna to work together, PR, because I know you know where the panelists are in different areas and stuff, so I think my first thing that I want to do is, you know, moderate a panel and then move into, you know, keynote speaking. And I wouldn't say motivational speaking. I would just say maybe just sharing my testimony. Um, I'm a full believer and only you can motivate you. I can talk until the sky is purple and it would not resonate with you because it's not coming through your lens and voice and whatnot. Anyway, Moving into the power and change that you do while you write is amazing. And you feel it. You feel the change. People are telling you. People are recognizing you, acknowledging you. You feel the change. It brings a change into your life and also brings you a sense of power because you have a sense of freedom. Um, and the fact that going circling back to you know creating a narrative of life, you, have, you are now one of the narrators capturing it through your lens of what's happening in the world and it's being put out and you know you can google yourself and like just google betty hustle i'm not saying listen i know i'm coming off real braggy right now but listen i'm just telling you my experience okay this is my experience when you google yourself feels good when you see all your passwords just coming up on the first page and yes it's a very specific topic of yourself but it's good that you're out there you know and people are reading you and reposting you and all that it's all gravy um so we will get back to the word of the day i'm very excited to have that as the ending segment but this has been a treat thank you so much for meeting with me and yeah let's breathe in and breathe out i like that we do that together keeps us on the same wavelength so one two three breathe in breathe out And it's been a pleasure. Have a good one. Bye.